day replay. Hump day replay. Yeah. <laughs> get this in hump day replay. My favourite day of the week. <laughs> oh, oh, right. What a shit bag. Georgie, bro. He's done it again. Hump day replay. Georgie boy here. This is a show about the show. It's a show about the Daily Talk Show. And we're here with the producer of Jason PJ, Paris Humphrey. Welcome. Thanks for having me. And not to make it all about myself already, but when Fine. you said hump day replay, it's <laughs> like hump free, hump day. Oh, that's makes interesting. Makes it feel like I'm meant to be here. It's yeah, well, fitting. When I was in primary school, everyone used to call me hump for free. So I think that maybe <laughs> hump is a trigger word for me, maybe. <laughs> That's hilarious. It's okay. I'm not bitter about it now. I've, <laughs> I've let it go. Um, we were just talking about earwax. Yeah. I just remembered mum sent me down a packet the other day and in it was um, it's kind of like corkscrew looking things. Ooh. And you literally, she saw it on Instagram, so she bought it because she thought of me because I got the same thing. Blocked yeah. ears all the time. So you literally unscrew it, it out. and it screws out all the wax. Whoa. Did it work well? Yeah. It was, you could I feel it like, oh. oh yeah. So how much came out? Like a solid chunk. You should not and do it for a while. I know. And then <laughs> oh, yeah. bring a corkscrew in. <laughs> do it on the show. You could feel you could feel it like getting less deaf as it pulled yeah. out. Like it's pretty oh. gross. Oh, that's great. But then my girlfriend's like, oh, just wash it and use it again. Yeah. Yeah, surely. I, was, it I thought plastic? chuck it what out. Is it, yeah, it's made of like plastic. Flimsy? Like it, does it look like it's reusable? Yeah. Uh, well, it came in a packet of like 50. Okay. And it's so kind of like little not. bits of plastic. So I would just mm. throw it. But... Anyway. Throw it into the ocean. Yeah. <laughs> See you later. Yeah. I was, why is there such a stigma around earwax, actually? I was oh, thinking yeah. about that. It's not even gross. Like, it's yeah. not snot. People are so judgmental of earwax. And even I, like, once I scrape my earwax out, if I, like, put it on a tissue or something, I'm disgusted. I'm horrified looking yeah, at yeah. it. But it's like everybody Maybe has Maybe it's earwax. the colour. I mean, it doesn't, yeah. doesn't look great. Yeah. I mean, everyone's got it. What colour is your earwax? Yeah. Yellow. Oh, mine's not a yellow. Hang What's on. yours? Mine's dark. Ooh. Oh, my God. What's yours? Mm, like a medium colour. I'd say like a reddish brown. Reddish okay. Brown. Okay, mine's probably like yellowy, goldish brown. That's interesting. That sort of vibe. That sounds healthy. Yeah, that's what I, I was going to say. I think that's the healthy one and then yeah. mine's in between and then yours mine's is quite, yeah. at least Because I got really thin canals, I reckon. Yeah. <laughs> it just gets right in there. Really? Yeah, it's so annoying. My girlfriend has a field day. She's always... Oh, Hannah does it for you? Yeah, she loves it. Really? Gets the tissue and yeah, it's pretty gross. I wonder if psychics could read your earwax instead oh, of tea leaves. That's a great idea. They could get your earwax out and because of the colour and the consistency and how it rubs on the oh, paper. Oh, but see what I mean? It's gross. I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> You've just uh, gotten back from survey break. What did you yeah, get up to? I was in Adelaide, so I, which is bizarre because obviously we're in lockdown here in Victoria, but I've never changed my licence from a South Australian one, so I can just oh. head in there as I please, sort of. So I got there... On the Friday that we finished the show, like everyone went out for drinks and I was like, nah, I'm going to go home. I'm going to go see people. Got there on the Friday, fully quarantined for 14 days just so that I could have one banger of a weekend <laughs> out at the end of it, which I did and it was awesome. Great. It was right. so good. Yeah. And I was like hanging out with my boyfriend and I'm really good at Mario Kart. Like I've easily played over 200 hours this year. What is this really? on? Um, on the Switch. Okay, I'm great. super oh. into uh, – it's like a problem. I didn't <laughs> think that I was that into games and stuff like that. But ever since I got a Switch, I'm obsessed. Um, but, yeah, I just played Mario Kart the whole time. Do you oh, use right. the Switch how it's meant to be used? Like you actually get in the car – Continue on. Not on Mario Kart. I do it like I was playing Zelda in Breath of the Wild. If anybody's ever played that, but I um I would like pick it up and use it as a console then. But most of the time, I just use it on the TV screen. Oh, and I finished (laughs) Super Mario Space Odyssey when I was home as well, and I used it like handheld. So you love playing games. 
Well, I didn't think I did. It's a recent thing. I don't like. I I don't know. I think maybe because I've got less of a life, I've got more room sure. to fill my life with things that I'm not supposed to be doing. So I'm like, oh, a game instead of work. Sure, I'll do it. I'll what, spend hours doing it. What's your character of choice for Mario Kart? Oh, on Mario Kart, I use um like Peach's Ranga sister. She's I don't know if it's her sister. Or, you know Daisy. She's got red hair, right. and it's like a baby version of her because you can have like baby versions of each character. Or there's the girl toad with the pink head with the white spots. But I'm character loyal. I think I watched yeah. Toy Story too much when I was younger. And I'm like, you will be sad if I don't pick you. So I, yeah. I only yeah. really rotate between the two. Same. When, whenever I'm playing uh, Super Smash Bros, Kirby every time. Because <gasps> they can <laughs> eat the other yeah. players and then it looks like them? Yeah, you can yeah. eat them. You do the big up, 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 roll over, smash them. Mm. Yeah. Um. And also it's very hard to die because if you get thrown off the edge, you can just go up like 20 times and get back on. Yeah. See, I <laughs> thought about getting Smash Brothers for the Switch like to feed my addiction, but I feel like all I would do is just smash all the buttons and there'd be no much <laughs> rhyme or reason about it. So I thought, oh, I'm not spending $90 on that. <laughs> 90, is it 90 bucks a game? Yeah, the Switch games are really expensive. Oh I know, especially when you buy one that you don't even like. Like I bought... One recently, Luigi's Mansion. Oh, I'm getting so off track, but Luigi's Mansion. And I spent $79.95 on it to play oh. it for like two hours and then be like, eh, not Jesus. for me. Is it just download, like digital download? Yeah, you can do that. I mean, a lot like a lot of people prefer to buy the physical games, yeah, sure. but oh, I couldn't be bothered. And obviously I couldn't leave the house at that time. So yeah, fair call. downloaded <laughs> fair it. Call. it. took 12 hours. 12 hours. Mm. Oh, you got to dial that internet in. Get yeah, and it's like it was like my boyfriend's parents' internet that like doesn't even work uh. that well, and I knew that they were probably downstairs thinking like, "What's going on?" Like, I You're can't look at my eBay. Everyone, yeah. yeah, but <laughs> they didn't know. So it doesn't really matter. <laughs> Jace was on our show just before you guys went on survey break. Yeah, and I'll play this snippet. This is from episode seven hundred and seventy. I think we make a golf day happen in that two week window. Weekdays okay. aren't good for you guys, though, are they? Uh, every day is good. That's right. You work for an hour a day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you're 27. Let's throw some dates around and I reckon we try and achieve it in that two-week window. Jace invited us all to golf. Yeah. For survey break. Mm-hmm. We never heard back. Yeah. And I heard on your show that you guys were going off at him saying he's always inviting people to things. Yeah, he's always inviting people to things but obviously not attending them. He is a flake. Like, Okay, so <laughs> before I started working for Jason PJ, I obviously listened to the podcast and stuff and I was like, this is going to be sick. Like, Jace loves a night out. Obviously, the rest of the team does but I was like, you know, Jason PJ, they're part of the crew. Like, they love going out for a drink, like getting on it, having a bit of fun. Do you know how many times it's been – Jace initiating the hangout. So, yep, this Friday we're going to do it, team, at my house. And then it sort of levels down throughout the week. So it'll be like, oh, we can't do it at mine. Lou and the kids. We've got Lou and the kids, so we can't do it at my house. And it's like, oh, okay, that's okay. And then a few days will go on and then he'll go, oh, you know, if we do it at the pub, I can only stay for a few hours. And then it's like, okay, so Jace's only coming for a few hours. And then it'll get to the day of and it'll just be like, not tonight, not tonight. I'm having a night in, not tonight, and he'll flake out. So I'm not shocked at all that he did that to you with golf. And he was meant to go golfing with producer Alex. Yeah, that's what But um, <laughs> then he dogged him for you guys, oh, and then he dogged you guys. Yeah. It's not ideal. We tried to prank Josh with mm. a Spotify prank yeah. last week, yeah. and it was probably the biggest fail I think we've it ever took, done. It took a lot to, um, to even try get to the point where we could call him. So Hump Day Replay... The podcast has been taken off Spotify because we uploaded music 
as a podcast trailer. And so you're not meant to upload music in the sort of podcast section of Spotify. And so they removed it. We got an email. Josh was following them up. And I thought it would be a great idea if we could prank Josh because he's listed his phone number on the bottom of the email to call him, say that we're from Spotify and tell him that the podcast won't be reinstated because Spotify has a one-strike policy. Mm -hmm. And so I messaged you, Paris. Yeah. To see if you could do the call. And you were down for it. You were excited. Yeah, and your idea, I, I thought it would be really good as well. Mm. It was a great idea. And I was like, oh, this will be good. And then you sent me the screenshot of the emails and I was like reading them through and trying to like poise myself, yeah. get ready mm. for the role. But then unfortunate things happened, I guess, because the morning came round and we were like, let's execute this prank. So I think we were going to do it at like 9.15 initially. Yeah. And he was walking to work at that stage, so not quite here. And then you were like, oh, in another 15 minutes. And I had to have two mobile phones as well. So it was like <laughs> my phone, my boyfriend's phone. My boyfriend was going to work at 9.50, but I was like, that'll be fine because we're going to do it at 9.15. Yeah. Yep. And then it just got later and later and later. And it finally got to a point, yep, he's here, call him right now. Yeah. Nothing, yep. no answer. Nothing. And yep. then I rang again, nothing, no answer. Not even like a little beep though. It was just no. like, hey, Straight this is Josh's voicemail. phone, leave a message. And that was it. And then we couldn't do it. We're like, okay, that's okay. We'll just try again tomorrow. And we asked Tony, who also works on Jason Peter, your friend. Yes. And she was actually in the building the next morning. And so we're like, okay, this would be great. Tony can go outside with Mace and then they'll call Josh and she can do the whole thing and we'll film it and stuff. We'll set up cameras and be great. <laughs> then he went in the toilet and he came back out and he was like, you're being weird. What's going on? So, so as Tony was leaving, 97 was whispering stuff to her. Then as I was going to the toilet, I saw a, uh, a GoPro and I had three missed calls. Hi, you've reached Josh. Sorry, I can't take your call right now. Hi, you've reached Josh. Hi, you've reached Josh. And I'm like, George is looking a bit sus. I'm like, I've just had three missed calls. Normally, if I said that, George wouldn't say anything. It's not something that you would respond to. In any other circumstance, you would never say anything. You're like, that seems strange. And then just says, oh, it must be telemarketing. Like, Let's tell him. I called Josh and told them exactly what you fuckheads were up to and how much you blew it. The guys are trying to prank you about Spotify. Well, so, no, so before before that, so I lying little shit. Yeah, I don't yeah, like this. Yeah, I don't, I don't, like, I don't like the lying because you guys think you can come back and get Josh. Absolutely no chance. This was so annoying. We were about to do the daily talk show. We went in like five minutes before the show. Yeah. And I was telling Mason and Jess, I was like, guys, just deny everything. Just deny, 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 because I thought we could get get him later. Turns out he just never answers his phone. So oh. He's got it set on his phone to automatically go to voicemail oh. when it's on Do Not Disturb. Oh. And so I thought his private number only, but he's got any number when he's on Do Not Disturb, it goes unless it's like in, in his contacts. Oh, yeah. that's tosser behaviour. Because you've got to do, if you're on Do Not Disturb, just the standard one call voicemail. If you immediately call after, then you go straight through. What if yeah. it's an emergency? No, that's a mess. Yeah, it's not good. And I was like, well, no, no wonder we're not getting any work because yeah. he's yeah. not answering his phone. Yeah. <laughs> the offers are rolling in. <laughs> yeah. yeah, definitely. Hi, oh. it's Josh's phone. Leave a message. Yeah, so mm. annoying. So, I mean, the whole thing was just an absolute mess. That yeah. is a mess. Um, have you had any pranks gone wrong or anything? And Do you know what? I was thinking about this. Have I had any pranks gone wrong? Other than last week, 
No, because I keep it simple. Like I go with the simple pranks. I felt like even last mm. week I was like, there is a lot of moving parts in this. Like even if my voice isn't changed the right amount, he's not going to fall for this Spotify prank. Mm. But I just keep it simple. I'm more of the like jump out around the corner and scare someone yeah. walking around it. I never go for the elaborate pranks. And even when I was doing radio and stuff like that where like pranks are the thing, mm. I usually stay like I stayed away from it. Yeah, I, I couldn't believe it. Like Josh was so – he reckons he's so good at reading social cues. So he just <laughs> was looking around. You could see people being weird. The GoPro was a mistake. But he reckons he'll never get pranked. Yeah. And so I'd like to make an announcement right now oh, here that we go. Josh Jansen will get pranked by the end of the year. I believe it. Unless Definitely. he really is a mentalist <laughs> yeah. like he claims. <laughs> so with that uh, failed prank call, I got onto our friend Reese. And we recorded how I think the call would have gone <laughs> if it was successful. Hello. Oh, hi. Is this Josh Jansen? Josh Jansen, yeah. From Big Media Company and uh, co-host of Daily Talk Show with Tom Jacket. Oh, great. Well, it's Steph here from Spotify. Your podcast, Hump Day Replay, violates our content policies and as a result has been taken off our platform. Shit, shit, shit. <laughs> it's gone, basically, and you won't ever get uh. it back. Well, how am I going to explain this to Georgie boy? His whole career is, is riding on this. Look, I, can, um, I can hear that you're crying, Josh. I'm so sorry. I'm not crying. I've got something in my Sound, eye. Sounds like you're crying. I just don't understand how I'm going to explain this to Georgie boy. He really looks up to me. He really looks up to me. I uh, don't know about that. Sort of like a stepfather in some ways, like a cool stepfather okay. for him. Uh, definitely a mentor. Yeah. It's lucky I asked him. I don't usually answer private private numbers. Yeah. Is there anything we can do? No. We can do all your media. We can do videos for you, free of charge. We can have you on the show. We can promote, what was it, Spotify? We can promote Spotify. We're going to take the daily talk show down as well. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. Hey, Josh. Yeah? It's me, Paris. This is a prank. You've been pranked. Oh, my God. <laughs> How do this you feel? This why I never answer private numbers. <laughs> well, we got you, and we'll play you this did. out on Hump Day Replay. It'll be really funny. Well, as long as my uh, hit podcast can continue to play, I'm happy. Have a great day. No worries. This has been Josh Jansen from the Big Media Company. Thanks, Bruce. Yeah. I mean, You're Josh. welcome. Yeah. Oops. That was funny. There I think go. that was That's maybe right. funnier than the prank call <laughs> would have been. Last time you were on, you were on Fat Fridays. Yeah, I was. Yeah. And you famously ate a burger with no patty. Yeah. And chips inside. The thing that makes these good usually mm-hmm. is you need to have enough tomato sauce. Like it needs to be a little wet in there. Should we have said? No, you can't say extra though because they don't know what they're doing. <laughs> Okay, so what we're eating right now is potato, bread and cheese and some sauce and pickle. There's pickle, veggies. <laughs> no, it is really good. All right, cheers. Okay. Cheers, cheers buddy. Yeah, and shockingly, that is the low-calorie option uh, when you're at Macca's as well because you're putting the fries in your burger. You're not adding anything to the meal, but you've actually taken away, so it makes it like 250 calories. Really? Yeah, incredible. Have you got any other kind of – Veggio food hacks for fast food restaurants that you're oh, doing lately? Okay, so I've been su- super healthy recently. It's a phase I'm going through, but I can feel myself phasing out of it because I'm like very attracted to carbs at the moment. <laughs> but um, oh, probably I just like like a little bit of halloumi, just fry it up, throw yeah. it in the pan. Otherwise in vegetarian meal hacks, it's like I just get whatever without the meat really. 
Yeah. But I, I don't even think about being vegetarian these days. I've done it for so long that it's like it doesn't even cross my mind. I don't even feel like I'm doing hacks or anything mm. like that because I just say, hey, take the meat out of that and most of the time I'm just fine. Yeah, interesting. What do you get at Nando's? I don't go to Nando's. You don't go to Nando's. I'm a grown-up. <laughs> no, not really. I don't know why I said that. I don't know what association Nando's has with growing up. At KFC, I have the chips and I dip the chips in the mashed potato on the oh, gravy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's but that's good. like, oh, so many carbs, but I love it. And, yeah, yeah, most places just have something. Everywhere has hot chips. I used to say that when I first went vegetarian. Like, every single place you go is going to have hot chips. So, you'll be sweet. Did you go back to the Maccas where you worked at? Oh, yeah. On survey break? Did you? No. Oh, yeah, I did you on did. survey break yeah. actually because, little known fact, when you go into a state where the borders are locked down, you can stop in between where like where the border is and where you're going. You can stop there for a dinner break and you can also oh. go to like a petrol station or a supermarket just briefly, obviously practising your social distancing, but you can go on your way because obviously if it's a really long drive, you can't yeah. not stop. And so um, I scheduled a stop at the Maccas I used to work at where my parents also happened to be there miraculously and we had a social distance Maccas dinner there. So I have right. returned. Those are the days working at Maccas. You know, life is simple then. If anyone's working at Maccas right now or in any fast food <laughs> job, it's like you think, oh, I can't wait to start my career. And then it's like if you work at Maccas, you're not taking your job <laughs> home with you. You're not thinking true. about flipping patties. Like you're done. Yeah, that's Done for the day. Whereas you get your career job and it's like you're about to go to sleep and then you're like <gasps> – I didn't respond to that email four days ago. Yeah. It's a that mess. What, it, what keeps you up at night mostly when it comes to work? Uh, when it comes to work, it's definitely emails I haven't responded to because when I started in radio and stuff like that, I didn't really know that it was rude to not respond to emails. Like if I don't have anything to say back, I'll just let it slide. I don't have to say <laughs> cheers or anything. Like trust that I've seen it and let it go. Even if someone asked me a question and I didn't know the answer, I'd just be like, oh, ignore it. And I think even though I've gotten way better at responding, I'm still not perfect and I'll like just the other day, I wrote up this thing for my boss, did the whole thing and just didn't send it and didn't really? remember until last night. And I thought, I just won't say anything. We'll see how we go. And he's not mentioned it. So <laughs> Great. It should be fine. But um, yeah, no, that is definitely what keeps me up at night. And also Epic Tales at the moment is keeping me up at night. The, mm. We do the um, podcast within Jason PJ and uh, that is keeping me up at night because there are not many people with Epic Tales out there apparently at really? the moment. Well, there's like three things that they need to do. They've got to have an awesome story, of course. Mm -hmm. They've also got to be willing to tell it, which is like a whole other thing because a lot of people don't want to tell their stories in long form. But then with everything going on in the world at the moment, we can't get them in the studio. So it's a completely yeah. different experience to what it was before. And uh, it's keeping me up at night. But it's coming back in two weeks and oh, got a couple so this, episodes down. Is this part of your – is this the VIP listeners or whatever? Oh, uh, it can be anyone, like, to come on the show. But Epic Tales is, like, my little project. It's, like, what they gifted me to be my mm. main thing right. on the show, I guess, when it is happening. And, like, they help me. But it's, like, I'm sort of, like, in charge of picking the people who do mm. that and planning the stories. But it can be anyone. We haven't necessarily solicited to the public in a way of, like – We've got an entry form here. Fill it out and tell us your tale. But we're always like all over Facebook saying just chuck us a message. But um, like last year we had someone who survived a skydiving accident. So yeah, he's that. like parachute. Yeah, we had another guy who was homeless at 17 and then a millionaire by 21. Wow. Um, a woman who survived the tsunami and another who um, – gave birth to her baby the day that she found out she was pregnant. She was one of those people who like Jesus. had like a flat belly even though she was nine wow. months pregnant and didn't know. 
And they're all great stories, but I didn't know at that stage that mm. there was ever going to be a season two. So I just went for it and I was like, these are the best stories I've <laughs> ever heard. I'm just going to chuck them all in season one. This is a once-off story arc and now we've brought it back for season two. It's like, yes, yeah, sweet, but oh man, think, it is hard to find those good yeah. stories that people haven't thrashed. Like, Because there's people yeah. out there who mm. have good tales, but most of the time they're also the people who have done like 60 Minutes, Sunrise, Today Show, seven yeah. TED Talks and written six books. And by then it's like... Tired and done, no one wants yeah. to hear it. So where are you looking for them? Um, I, I've i made like a post in every single community Facebook group in Melbourne easily. <laughs> so apologies for that because like most of the time didn't get any responses. Then we've got the VIPs, of course, for the show. And then we've got the PJ is Rich group um, for the podcast listeners. And I've posted in there as well. But What's that about? Um, that's just like, it's like a... In, it's supposed to be a secret group. I'm probably going to get in trouble, but there's like 19,000 people in it. But it's just like a – it's not a fan group. It's like a community group for the show where people just are really intense listeners of the show and they're really into it. It's great fun. Um, but, yeah, I look there and then I just do a multitude of keywords. So, like, when I found um, – the skydiving guy, it was because I wrote in miraculous man survives. And then I just looked through every headline that had like miraculous man and surviving. And then for um, the millionaire thing, I just put in like miracle Melbourne young because I thought I want a young person with a good story and then just like read through every article until I found one um, that was Melbourne-based because season one was Melbourne-based and now Mm. season two is just wherever, like wherever the story is, we'll hear it, but... Yeah, that's basically what I've done. I'm definitely not a professional. I just <laughs> I just guess, really. Yeah. How many eps are you producing in a season? Um, well, so I call I say four episodes, but it's not four, really, it's twenty because it's like five days a week. So mm. what I'll do is I like find someone with a good story. So like skydiving guy again, found him, and then I'll spend like a couple hours on the phone with him talking about his story. And while we're chatting, I'll be like frantically typing every single thing he's saying. And then I'll take that and make like a table across how I think it might be good over five days right. and then I put a little hook at the bottom of each so like what's going to get us to that next episode and then um, I'll give that to the guys sheets of like a guide questions like to help them because usually they don't know the story going in so they mm. need like a little bit of help because obviously they don't have time to process it and then they'll uh, go in and tell the story and then we'll break that up across either four or five days just depending on the strength of the record mm. you know things don't always go to plan and then um, we'll release it in a all in one podcast at the end of that week so that people don't have to listen like incrementally. I guess they can listen to it all at once and we'll edit it so it sounds like one uh, like 45 minute to hour long podcast. And usually we attach like uncut chats with the people because there's a lot of questions like especially after we had Megan on our girl who had a baby in one day, the day she found out she was prego. Um <laughs> There were people with so many questions about that and obviously you can't fit it into the radio format all the time because a radio breaks like four or five minutes. Sometimes the Epic Tales um, breaks go a little bit longer. But, yeah, then we just add that to the end. It's pretty sweet. But, yeah, yeah, Jax does an awesome job. He, like, edits it and it it sounds like you're there because he adds all the little sound effects and stuff and it really paints a picture of the story so it's it's good fun it is good but um as i said keeping me up at night at the moment trying to live up to the season one standard is what is uh in my head at the moment but i'll be right Mm. well ryan shelton said something interesting he was on our show last week i was like do you feel the pressure to just keep making it better and better and better Mm. and he said as long as you just maintain the process that's okay don't have to make everything Mm. better than the next one just yeah just stick to the process not better 
different. Different. Not better, yeah. different. Exactly. Good variety. Well, we, we've, we've actually got some big uh, milestones that we've got to start working out or producing. Episode mm-hmm. 800 is coming big up. Big 800 coming up. Yeah. And we, we sort of had an idea. There was a little bit of work that went into like potentially like a road trip or a caravan, but I think that might be off the table at the yeah. moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so we were wondering if you had any ideas or if you could help <laughs> workshop what we could do. You know what? I'm a better workshop than an organic ideas person, but I was thinking about 800, 800 episodes, mm. and I thought maybe you could do the mate 100 where you get 100 mates in to do something, but then I was like, you can't all hang out together. Maybe it's just got to be a Zoom call, but that's like Good name. That's a terrible idea. Yeah. Mate 100, how could you get mates incorporated into 800? Yeah, we had a few ideas Doing the show for 800 minutes, I think, was one. Yeah. Mm. The other, on that Mate 100, there's, because we, we had an idea of like getting people to submit a bunch of like videos or photos and it'd be like sort of like an 800 and they'll yeah. be stitched in the 800. Yeah, that's be like cool. This cool yeah. intro, but as opposed to, yeah, the actual episode, I don't know what we're going to do for that. I yet. know. One idea I loved, which definitely won't be able to happen, is um, a drive in cinema. Mm. Mm. So everyone's like, sitting in their cars watching the show mm-hmm. we're on stage i'll make a little 800 video can play it out on the cinema it'd be sick there's but a game 500 the card game maybe you could make it the game 800 instead oh yeah <laughs> great <laughs> you can play the game 800 <laughs> it's hard isn't it it's hard when you've got like something coming up but definitely not an yeah. idea it's way easier the other way around when you have a great idea and then yeah. the thing's coming up and to be honest i'm having a lot of ideas at the moment but then i'm like I should save that for my real job. <laughs> <laughs> is, it, is it good to think of the name first and then work back from there? Oh, that's like what I do when I'm desperate for sure. Like when we're having a tough time coming up with an idea. That's mainly when it's like a client thing though. Say mm. like McDonald's or someone random's like, hey, mm. can you come up with a promo for our new fries? Automatically, if you don't have any ideas, you're just going to be like, fries, guys, guys like fries. Let's be the Fry Guys. It's going to be a boy <laughs> band called Fry Guys where they sing about Maccas. There you go. It's like you start <laughs> off with the idea, like the, the title, and sometimes it makes it a bit easier. And that's like classic in regional radio as well. How long were you into one before? Uh, like uh, just over a year and a half. Mm-hmm. And I, oh, I loved it. I made like so many friends there. Had so much fun. Party scene in Toowoomba, <laughs> underrated. Really? really? Yeah, you'd think you'd think like, oh, Toowoomba, that's crap. But no way, it's actually really good. I asked Nan if I could call her yeah. while you're on because she's in Toowoomba. Oh, okay. So I thought it'd be fun if we do a bit of a game, a bit of a quiz about Toowoomba facts. Yeah, let's do it. I love Toowoomba. Okay. She went out for lunch today. <laughs> oh, I wonder where too. Maybe uh-huh. I know it. Hello. Hey, Nan. It's Hello. George. Oh, hello, George. You're uh, you're live on the podcast. What what does that mean? Well, I'm here with uh, my friend Paris and Mason, and Paris spent yeah. a couple of years in Toowoomba. So, oh, yes. So I thought it'd be fun if we play a little game where I ask some Toowoomba facts, and you can go head to head with oh, Paris, and we God. can see who wins. Oh, okay, all right. I better sit down. It might be too much of a strain, George. <laughs> yeah, sit down. <laughs> Yeah, you better sit down. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, go on, George. All right. And, and Paris. <laughs> it's very loud. Welcome, everyone, to Toowoomba Facts with Paris and Nan. I'm nervous. <laughs> I'm crying. nervous. All right. Hello. Hello, Nan. All right. Question one. What is the population of Toowoomba? Paris, 163,000. Wrong. Oh, she wants to. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> 
What do you think, man? About 135,000. I just realised I didn't actually write down the answer. Oh. <laughs> Look it up. Google right, it. Go. Quick Google. Quick Google. Okay. 134,000. Oh, oh, you've done it. Now, what did oh, you say? There you go. I've not done it. I said 163,000. Oh, Nan was right. Nan, okay. Well done, Nan. <laughs> so I look like a bloody idiot. Do you have answers for all the other? Yeah, i got answers okay, for the other ones. We'll, we'll be fine. Um, okay. I had, I actually, I, George, I had looked that up. Oh, you did? Okay, great. <laughs> well done. <laughs> There's a liar amongst wow. us, a cheater. <laughs> all right. Go on. Okay, question two. Which famous cake came from Toowoomba? Lamington. No way. Oof. Really? Really? Man, yeah. That's correct. Well done. That's controversial. I thought the Lamington no, no, was no, from no. New Zealand. Oh, well, uh, well, I think it is, but we, no, we, we claim it's from Toowoomba. Yep. 1886, Governor of Queensland, Lord Lamington, took his entourage to Hal, Harlot Laxton House to escape the heat of Brisbane. He loves snowballs, round cake served with whipped cream. The cook was asked to make a I've written a really long thing here. Um, we trust you. Anyway, yeah, it's all good. So, yeah. You're yeah, right, that's Nan. That's that's well true. done. Yep. Yeah, that's right. That's right. How far away is Toowoomba from Rainbow Beach? Oh, Price is right rules. Oh, uh, two and a half to three hours drive. I'm going to go with that. I don't know where Rainbow Beach is, but yeah. I'll, I'll stick with four what hours because that's what I said. 216 kilometres. I reckon Nan's right there. Oh, yeah. Nowhere near it. Yeah. 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 I'm yeah. way off. Well done. All right. Radio question here. The first commercial radio station in Queensland was actually located in Toowoomba. What was it called? Oh. Uh, 4AK? Oh, very close. No, 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 no. What's it called? I don't know. Gold Radio Service, but I don't know what the other name was. You've got it. Gold Radio. 4GR. 4GR. Well done. Yeah, that's right. Goodness me. Well, I was only there last year. Well, (laughs) this is... uh, just for Ron and now, I think you've gotten smashed here. Perhaps. I know. I'm embarrassed. <laughs> no, I've moved on. It's in my past. Well, don't, don't be. Don't be. I've lived a lot longer than you have. <laughs> Final question. Toowoomba boy Jeffrey Rush won an Oscar for which film? A- oh, fancy that. Jeffrey Rush lived in this house. <laughs> what? Really? That is true. Yes, he did. He, was, he grew up here as a boy. He didn't live here for long. But yes, he, and actually, one day... They came to my house and I, I didn't really know him, but I knew who he was. He walked down the uh, walked down the path and I was sitting here eating my breakfast. Oh, there you go. There you go. Wow. I don't know well, the answer either. No, so it that doesn't really matter. <laughs> long shot. The answer was uh, Shine. That was the movie. Oh, never seen Never heard of it. That was six. How was lunch, Nan? You went out for lunch today? Oh, I've been up at Picnic Point, yes. It was very nice. The company was good. The food was um, fair to middling. Okay. All right. We're going to keep uh, recording now. What are you going to do, George? I didn't catch that. Recording the podcast. It's like a um, it's like a radio show, but it's just on the internet. Does that mean it's going, <laughs> going out for anybody? Yeah, correct. Oh, my God. George, you do what you have to do. Okay, thank you. You can listen. You'll love it. Oh, God. There you are. All right. Bye, love. Bye. Bye. I really sucked. Well, <laughs> I think that was a successful call. It's a good thing I left. They would have driven me out if not. I stand by what I said, though. Ta- Toowoomba is better than people will say. We need some producing help. Oh, okay. You were on Fat Fridays, obviously. Yes. So Fat Fridays, we get food every week. Last week... 
we had kebabs. Mm-hmm. The week before that, we had Ikea. Yum. Ikea food. I love Ikea. Really? Ikea food actually, or just like... Have you had the Ikea, Ikea food? Ikea food, yeah, yeah. I really? l- I've gone on like hangouts to Ikea just for the food. I really? live across the road from an Ikea now, like Vic Garden. So mm-hmm. I just go over there when I'm feeling a little bit lazy, have brekkie. Vegetarian food hack, actually. Oh. The vegetarian meatballs at Ikea, incredible. But I love the mashed potato that they do and they put the gravy on there and then you can have a bit of the like the lignon berry is that what they call it you know they're, they're like berry jam on there is this is this served upstairs which yeah. is now close so because they've got that one near the checkout at victoria yeah. gardens yeah and you can still get the meatballs there but they put them in a cone but sure. it's a completely different ball game when you're upstairs it's like you're in a cafeteria it's, it's a whole experience and every time i'm there i'm like if you squint this is sort of what a dystopian society would be like where we all get our food at the same time and just grab like all apples that look the same or food that looks the that same is, that yeah, is true. That is and true. like their cake is in like cute little packets and i'm like if we're all wearing the same outfits right now <laughs> yeah. yeah this could be a movie definitely um, so Tommy's cracked it basically. He has to go out with his card and buy food. He told us today he's done buying food. Ooh. He's had enough. He's had enough and he wants the producers to organise the food. No way, Jose. Do you mean financially? Yeah. Organise it? No he way. Said, just do what you have to do to get the food. Well, so I think no. I think this means I think we're done with cash. Like I th- I think I don't I don't think we're gonna pay for it anymore. Like I think TJ wants food every time. For free. Contra, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, if it's Contra, that's fine. You should be able to get that easily as well. You know, a little wink and a nudge, do a nice little Instagram message and people will so surely in, send Instagram's you So Instagram's the way, right. to, yeah. way to go, you reckon? And, the, and this is brutal, but the local businesses are also the way to go. They're like, <laughs> oh, podcast, that's glamorous. I'll send you a bit of food for sure. But if it comes to paying for it, no way. My rule, the talent is always richer. They can pay for it. Producers never put your money on the line for food. That's a good point. <laughs> What's some other like big producing things you've done? You know, Epic Tales is probably... Probably yeah, that's like, a good one. Yeah, that's probably my favourite producing thing I've done. I just like it when I come up with a funny idea and I talk to like Jace or PJ about it, whoever the idea is for, and then they think, yeah, that's funny, and they go into the show and do it, and it's even funnier. Mm. Like when I very first started, I like made this fake – like PJ had hemorrhoids and she was telling Jace about it on the show and I was like, oh, imagine if – I like made you a fake hemorrhoid out of mints and put it in like a oh, urine sample container and then you brought it to work and told Jace, oh, they removed it and I've got it right here. And like things like that when like it's just an idea but then the guys do it and it turns out so funny. Yeah. I love that. Or just <laughs> basically any idea. It feels so good when you – like you guys would know it as well, like with the Daily Talk Show, you have an idea and you tell the guys about it. It's like that moment when you can tell that they're fucking loving it. Like yeah, they're yeah. like, yeah, this is good it's that moment that you're like yeah that's sick that's like i'm happy with that um how do you know when something has legs like when you're coming up with ideas what makes the whiteboard um do you think about like the out or i don't i don't so much think about the out but i just think about the jason pj filter how it will work for them and i visualize that moment of me delivering the idea to the table and i think how could this go down and where could we build on it? Because sure, I've had a lot of like foundation ideas for story arcs and so has everyone else on the team, but it's like we all work together. So if I come up with just a very base level concept, then the rest of the team will like jump in on it and make it good. But yeah, I think just to know if it has legs, I just keep in mind like Jason PJ, this is who they are as a show. This is what works well for them. So I'm going to pitch it. But I definitely, I used to be really nervous about pitching ideas yeah. when I first started, but um, not so much like that 
happening more because I think I've developed my idea filter, not to a point where every idea is good because that's just not the case for anyone, but to a point where I can be like, yeah, I'm pretty confident they'll like this. Like I, yeah. I know that this idea has come to me going through my knowledge that I have on the show and radio and I'm pretty sure this will be sweet and mm. usually it is. Mm-hmm. And then other times it's not, but they're too nice to tell me it's crap <laughs> and you'll just get the silent like no one will build on it and they'll be like, oh, yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> I get that. That's a, that's a classic line, actually. Oh yeah, maybe, maybe, oh, yeah. maybe. Yeah, Ch- chuck that one on the board. Ha <laughs> ha. Move on. Sometimes when I have an idea, I just kind of hold it in. I don't really tell anyone, but it's always better when you actually run it past someone. Oh yeah, and that's and so normal as yeah. well. And we all do that thing of before we're about to pitch an idea, you say to yourself, or you say out loud, actually, like, "Oh, this is probably like it's really random and dumb," but and I do that all the time. Mm. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. it's crazy how your language can change things because if people like us who did do that sort of thing were like, "Well, I just, I, I don't know, this is like totally random," but if we were like, "Do you know what would be great for this show?" and delivered it in that frame, then it gets the people around you believing that it's going to be better as well. I, yeah. Like, I can say, "Do you know what I think would be really funny for you to do?" Or, "I know this will come off really well for you guys," rather than, "Well, I don't know. I guess I don't know." And like, I've learned that. From from our produ- like my other producer who works with me, Jane, um, she's assertive. Like she is 100% on top of it. She's like hard ass for sure. But mm-hmm. she would never say like this could be really dumb and random and stupid and so silly, which is what I do before yeah. every idea. She'd just be like, I think you guys should do this. And just that confidence is like it sells it to me, whether it's an awesome idea or just an average one. It's the confidence she's delivering it with. Are you into tarot cards at all? You know what? I am. I froth Actually, we mentioned card. the earwax. Yeah, yeah. And I was so. saying that it, well, you can get your earwax out and you can use it like a tarot card yeah, thing. Yeah. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, I am into tarot cards. I don't necessarily know how to read tarot cards that well. I've bought a couple of decks in my time and I've got them on the shelf. But I froth a tarot card because one time I got a tarot reading that like told me my future all the way up to something that's happening now. And I got the reading like three years ago. Really? And it was oddly specific. I was in my first radio job and he was like, you're going to get another job offer in three and a half weeks from today. And I did three and a half weeks from that day, completely random job offer from SCA. Like I got an email and they were like, hey, do you want to come up to Toowoomba? And he was like, and when you get it, you're going to know that you're going to go and get this job. And um, in that same reading, he was like, oh, radio is going to be really good and you're going to get to where you want to be in radio, but you've got subconscious, like you're subconsciously drawn to being like a healing person and you're going to end up doing like a health career. And now I'm studying psychology. So it's like that's – and I'm hoping to be a sexologist in a million years' time. Um, But so many things were so specific. This is actually crazy. This same psychic came into my work, right? At the time, my boss was embezzling money from the company I was working for. She also got picked up for that, but I won't name any names for um, alleged reasons or whatever you have to say with legal stuff. Before she'd lost her job and before anyone had any idea, like I say – any idea about it um they brought him in to like clear the building and he was like there's a presence underneath uh insert name here's desk and it's saying where's the money where have you taken the money where's the money the money's missing you're stealing the money and he's like i'm looking at, at it in the eyes and he's saying where's the money and i can see what he's wearing and he's looking this presence is attached to this corner of the room which was my boss at the time's desk and all of her things it was like no mistaking it was her office. It was yeah. in her office. And he was going, yeah, there's this like presence underneath the desk saying, where's the money, where's the money, where's she putting the money, where's the money? And we were all like, ha-ha, 
he's a psycho. And then literally two months later, it was like the, all this stuff oh. came out about like millions of dollars going missing in advertising money and oh stuff. Oh my gee. But yeah, I was a major sceptic and to be honest, a like hardcore Christian at the time. And I like kept going to Hillsong Church for a couple of years afterwards. Mm. But um, I was like, wow, I believe it though. I don't go to Hillsong anymore. But at the time I was like completely the opposite of yeah, wow. um, tarot cards and stuff like that. And now I'm like, yeah, fine, twist my arm. <laughs> I'm into it. Uh, our, our producer, Jess, she uh, she was in Bendigo and she had a tarot card reading as well. So you went to a, a tarot, tarot card, card reader and she said to you that you could go into business with two guys, which you're now at Big Media Company. Yeah run by two guys. Yeah. What else, what other dots is she connecting? Oh, there's a few family things and my love life, which hasn't come true. We've sort of set on a journey of finding her a partner. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, she's really into tarot cards yeah. as well. And if you know any bearded, tattooed guys. With an Irish single, accent. With an Irish accent, she's keen. I feel yeah. like there's plenty of those in Melbourne, hey? Yeah. Just go to a barbershop. <laughs> yeah. To finish up, um, I thought we could just do a quick tarot card reading. Okay. I'll get an online one ready. Click the deck to begin and choose six cards. I'll select my six cards. I'm taking this seriously, by the way. I'm yeah, trying great. To, I'm you've, trying done, to, you've done two? I'm trying to vibe it out. Five. Four, actually, no. I was thinking that one. Yep. All right. Get okay, my reading. Get my reading. I'm ready. I hope we don't have to pay like seven installments of <laughs> 1995. All right. How you feel about yourself? The lovers. Oh. You want love or a new love in your life and a new relationship is in the offering. Even if you are not thinking about love, you're in for a surprise. I better not be in for any yeah. surprises. I'm in a stable relationship. But do you know what? He could be a little bit more affectionate. So take note, Ben, if you're listening to this, which he won't. Maybe that's why I need a new love who would listen to a podcast I'm on. I've got the emperor as well. Yeah. That's what's going against you. Feels mm. like Georgie boys against me at this point. Yeah, I'm Definitely. so sorry. This is terrible. <laughs> the, the likely, likely outcome. outcome. I'll Here take we go. that. Okay, we'll right. do this one. This is a time of good luck and fortune, perhaps after a period of struggle and heartache. I'm struggling and heartaching right now because I'm over coronavirus. I'm not coping with it well. Um, much like other people, but I'm taking it to heart. I'm taking mm. it personally. Good health, possibly after a time of illness. And good fortune will give you a new zest for life if considering a new love affair. What's with okay. all this new love, love affair? Isn't it? Yeah. Okay. New I, job. I'm a little bit concerned because career change. My completely separate horoscope on my phone has also said that somebody is going to present themselves for a new relationship. Is this Costa? Are you on Costa? Um, no, I'm on the pattern, which is very similar to Costa. Yeah. Is it better? Um, the pattern is, I would say, more accurate than okay. Costa, um, according to the celebs who they. Uh, who Wait, they what is what pay? is that? Well, so there's coast. You have you, you have you've never you've heard, heard of Costa? No. no, it's it's where you put in like your birth time, your oh, like right, what day you were born on, stuff like that. It uses your sun, moon, and rising signs to give a more accurate horoscope, I guess, and life advice. But yeah, my my pattern has been saying the same shit as this thing. I'm not in I'm not in the mood. I'm not in the nah. mood for a breakup. <laughs> Let's manifest. My relationship is good and will Definitely. be lasting. When he was on Jason PJ, yeah. Were there any other couples on that show or was it just, just those two? I had a uh, scheduled day off that day because I took a pay cut, which it, like plenty oh, of people did in our company. It's not a secret. So I get Wednesdays off and you're on the show on Wednesday. But how uh, did it go? It was good. I mean, I, f- I forgot to mention <laughs> that she is she had a date when she was coming to Melbourne. I said oh, she yeah. was coming to Melbourne soon, but I didn't say that she was coming to Melbourne that Sunday. Oh, actually, I think they mentioned this, hey. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah Jace well, was I, I think it was a bit of a blower. Yeah, Jace wasn't happy. No, yeah. That's all right. That's all right. 
So it's that we always pay out Jace. He's like, <laughs> like he we can have someone on the air like really emotional, and he'll be like, "Oh, we could have, like, I would have liked, you know, I want them crying on the air. Like, it's always that one extra thing. Like, who cares about the date? But it's going well though. Having her, she's in yeah. your house now. Yeah, yeah, she's 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 at home uh, with the whole family. Everyone loves her. The whole fa- your whole family lives here. Yeah. Huh? Okay. Yeah. yeah I just yeah. assume everybody's moved in from interstate. No, 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 no. Still, so yeah, so we're we're all we're all living together. Everyone loves her. Oh. Um, and yeah. So do you want to do you want to be a young married person? Yeah, I probably will. We be, were just yeah. talking yeah. about this this morning. Bloody Brooklyn Beckham's engaged. Yeah, yeah. See, I like I was saying before. How old's Brooklyn? Twenty-one. Twenty-one. Yeah. Young. Oh, sprightly. I remember I'm one of those people who like when I found out he was a bit younger than me. I'm only 22, but I was like, oh, we'll never be together. Damn it. <laughs> Otherwise, we would have been. Um, probably like 25, maybe. 20. Oh yeah. 25, 25. That's not even that young to me. Like go on a Hillsong and stuff. Like. I'm getting on. I'm almost too old for marriage. <laughs> like everybody's like 19, you get engaged, and it's like, see you later. Yeah, that's crazy. Mm. <laughs> All right, great. I think that's it. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, Taris Humphrey on Instagram at Taris underscore Humphrey. Yeah, you got it. I hope I didn't talk anyone's ears off too much. That's I'm, perfect. A, I'm it's like great. a motor mouth. Hey, that's nah, great. So good. It's perfect. All right, what we want. Follow Hump Day Replay on Instagram as well. Are you there? And we'll see you next week. Thanks for having me.